Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Hey, everybody. Super excited to see you today. Um, Welcome back. Yeah, this has been every single week. Something new, right? we got these interviews coming through. We hope you enjoyed those. We've got more to come, but we're going to be focusing more on cannabis-related individuals. So we're looking at products. We're looking at cultivars. We're looking at so many different places because you guys are everywhere. We, we have to remember, not everybody lives here. Yeah, we actually got an email from one of our listeners out in Norway. Um, asking us to do updates on like legalization, things around the world. Um, I actually read something. Crap, now I don't remember what it all was into. (laughs) Um, Damn cannabis. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was watching a lot of stuff. But it was talking about how, oh, that's what it was. So Snoop Dogg had actually gone to Norway and he said that there's certain countries around the world you can't smell like cannabis. You can't even have it in your system. So Norway, he was in Norway um, doing an event, and he was driving around in his bus, and his they got pulled over. And the cops came up, instantly walked to Snoop Dogg and said, hey, we need you to come downtown with us. They had him hop in the police car. He rode to the police station, and they said, you're either going to pee in a cup or give us some of your blood. What? Mm-hmm. So they tested him, let him go. Six months later, he came back. And they basically charged him with like, hey, you had cannabis in your system six months ago. The fuck? Yeah. Like, (laughs) you can't even have it in your system. That is so, I mean, that sounds like Idaho. It does sound like (laughs) Idaho. Oh my gosh. For those of you in Norway or Idaho. Yeah, seriously. prayers and our tokes go out to you. You know, I mean... Yeah, that's so crazy. Right? I thought that was really interesting. But we're not talking about that today. We no. are talking about something that more of a um, European country, I would say, but it doesn't really remind me of cannabis. No, and um, as culturally inappropriate that I'm about to be, it is not the good. <laughs> it doesn't uh, It doesn't mix. You know what I'm talking about, right? The it's just, strain and the strain name. Yeah, the strain name, but uh, um, we'll go into what it what it's like, what it feels like, um, the flavors of it, the pros, the cons. And without further ado, yeah. this, this is where we cue the Italian music, right? So it's playing, sir... Would you like to look at the menu? What uh, do you want? We only have a one thing on there today. What? Ah, what, crap, what is it? Only one? Yeah, go ahead. Read it for me. Uh, I'll take the stromboli. Oh, stromboli strain. Yeah. It just sounds weird as shit. It does sound weird. You know, I started thinking about that where <laughs> if you take two cereals for kids, right? And I know somebody's going to be over there going, you know, man, red dye number 40 really fucks up your kids. I know. I know that's why I give it to them, but <laughs> I'll tell you that names mean a lot. And if you took one of the name brand cereal boxes you can find in any store that kids will gravitate towards, not just because it's got bright colors and big letters, it's because the, there's a flavor to it. And then you take the Walmart brand, 
and put it right beside it. What do you think you're going to pick? You're going to pick that that one because you, you associate it with it. They can be the exact same. Now, in this case, Stromboli, I don't know, man. It Was it Walmart brand? It felt like a Walmart brand. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. But like we found out, all of the Stromboli that we've been able to find is autoflower. Yeah, and that goes into the conversation that we were talking about. And one thing that we have kind of noticed on our own, and maybe you felt the same, but autoflower tastes and acts different. I think it's it's a fine experience, but it's not quite the same experience as a regular germinated seed. Yeah. Um, the autoflower, the ones that kick in at their own particular time, you know, that experience is fine, but the flower... Most of the time, I feel like it doesn't produce as much. If you live in a perfect climate, a.k.a. Northern California and to Oregon and Washington, holy shit. Or some of these other places around the world. I mean, they have some amazing flour that's grown. Hawaiian stuff is really sticky. Jamaican stuff, Thai Mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, Thai? I'd love to go through Asiatic countries and see what they have out there because I can imagine some of the... OG cushions that come from those. So with Stromboli, where it, this is more of an indicant leaning. Yeah. Is it not? Um, is it a hybrid? Because, I mean, it, I know it's indica, but I didn't feel super strong indica feelings from it. And maybe that's because it's an autoflower. Well, I mean, it comes from a sativa leaning phenotype of Gorilla Glue as well as a mix of Afghani land races. Yeah, I mean, and that's probably why, because, I mean, in here, it's, you know, you, you can find the literature on that one. I would say this is a hybrid indica leaning, but it still has sativa traits. Anyways. That's I was really just getting to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll review that one later. If you're hearing what Brandon just said, that's a strain we'll be talking about, Fatso. It's pretty good, but um, it's clear. Yeah, just a little cotton mouthy. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. I, we'll get back to that one. Um, Flavor-wise, I don't know why this would be called Stromboli. Um, just in the fact that it just doesn't... I don't get the... I, I, I get an off flavor. So it actually came from... The name came from the volcano Stromboli. Oh. Well, see, I always associate it with pasta. Yeah, I, me too. I've never heard of the volcano Stromboli before this strain. See, and that, that brings up another good point. If you're naming these strains, make sure it's something that people can associate with pretty quickly because I'm associating this with an Italian dish. Maybe in Italy, though, they have like that volcano or in Europe is more commonly known. Maybe it's just something that in America, because, well, let's face it, like every country, their studies, I feel like, are more centrally focused. Mm. So maybe we just didn't learn about the Stromboli volcano. And that goes to prove that American education system is broken, because we don't know that. <laughs> and right? I, well, you find there's a lot of shit we don't know. So no, but I'm just joking. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's super funny because it's just it's not common in the lexicon of of most people who are consuming cannabis, right? I mean, I wouldn't think so. Like well, maybe unless they go around like, is that geographical history, or I'm not sure what that would fall under. Um, but the study of like m- volcanoes and mountains and that. Oh at the time. yeah, geology and and uh, fucking. I know the study of rocks is like geology and that. But does that fall within volcanoes? Yeah, High and thoughts. that 
Well, I mean, there's specific scientists that just go after volcanoes. So maybe this person who had come up with it was just super into volcanoes. And when he was taking this hit and he was looking at it and that cherry's just glowing right on the end of his uh, of his joint, he's like, this looks like a stromboli. Well, they're saying that it's Isn't supposed it? to be like ground shaking, really crazy strong effects. And I'm like... <laughs> No, mm, no, I don't know what one you were smoking, but it's not the one I was smoking. Maybe it was a small, very skinny individual who had this. They hadn't eaten in a while. Out? No, no, because I mean, I'm, I'm talking about somebody else. Somebody not with your superhuman strength with consuming cannabis, but I'm talking like a small dude. Yeah, but I mean, like somebody who has never consumed ever, and they're super sensitive even to Tylenol. I would say that's the kind of person who's getting that earth-shaking movement, because that the, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, it was, it was very mild. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Maybe it's a good mixing strain. I, I didn't was about to say it. that. I didn't either. I think I might still have a little Stromboli left. I'll... Uh, when this comes out, I'll do an update video saying, okay, here's, this is like final, final, this is what I'm feeling on it. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but by being able to understand that this strain is just a good mixing strain, that's great. And what does that mean? Well, if this is a bottom shelf strain, and I'm not saying that it is, but if it was, you could find this on sale, it would be good to be able to add to a couple of different of your favorite strains and see how it interacts. Yeah, I agree. Definitely mix it in with something because like we found in many strains, when you pair it with another one, the effect becomes so much better. Oh, yeah. Some of our best combos have come. Well, mm. obviously combos. White Russian. I still think about that. Dolph Lundgren. The Dolph Lundgren, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. White Russian with sour diesel. Mm. Or was it a different diesel strain? It was a diesel strain. I can't remember. Cherry Diesel. It might have been Cherry Diesel that we were rocking in that moment. I'm actually going to have to go back and listen to that episode yeah. just to find out because I remember that and it was so illuminating. And so I'm thinking it's almost the exact same thing over here. So I would, I'm only playing around here in my mind, but I would take this Stromboli and mix it with some type of strain that is happy. Or if you want to be able to give it to a more pain relieving, I would see this as a great, like, amplifier. There we go. It's an amplifier. So you could be able to add that onto there to amplify the feelings that you're getting. On its own, though, I did not feel it was worth to be able to stand on its own. I could smoke a full bowl of this and be totally fine. Yeah, I just smoked several bowls and it wasn't... Nah. Yeah. I uh, smoked a full bowl by myself. I, I, it was okay. It's supposed to be very, like, cerebral, very body relaxation... Um, for medical users, they use it for like stress and anxiety, body relaxation, which maybe, I, maybe. I mean, if if you were a really anxious person that could really tell a difference, that would be that would be cool to know. That I'm not overly. Be. I mean, I'm anxious, but I'm not overly anxious. Because like you, you prefer sativa when some of the indica strains make you more Sleep. anxious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you're more anxious, I think with that, maybe this is one of those perfect ones because if it truly does, it's mild for those new users, maybe this is perfect with that um, body relaxation. But having that clarity, that focus in your head, I like that mix. I love having 
feeling like my body is relaxed. I don't have pain, but then I'm clear, I'm focused, I'm present, you know. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think this train is like, for me personally, mm -hmm. please don't take offense to anybody, but I feel that this strain is like smoking like strong CBD. Like it's seriously how it felt. It didn't, it felt relaxed. Hot, hot CBD, like something that was over the percentage limit of okay, THC. That ter that's that's the terminology, hot. But, yeah, that, I like that. But yeah, that's what I would. It sounds illegal. <laughs> well, it is. Like you can't sell it. So any of those people who grow it and it gets to pass that THC percentage level you sometimes have a wider cannabinoid range. So if you do have that, you know. <laughs> this is making me laugh in my head because I'm all thinking like, you know, like it's some Al Pacino movie back in the day. Oh, do you have the hot CBD? <laughs> it just goes back to naming your strains that can actually have an effect on people's psyche on there. You have to remember that there's also the placebo effect. So if I believe that there's a certain strain that always kicks in one way, that's why people get kind of pissed off with strains like uh, with Blue Dream or with uh, Pineapple Express, because they'll be like, no, 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 no. This is supposed to feel like X. It's like a Jack Herrera that I had from one of the carts that we typically get. And then I got a Jack Herrera when I was traveling through Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Totally different experience. The Jack Herrera I had before was okay. It was good. But the Jack Herrera I had in Arizona was awesome. Yeah, I think it depends on the cultivar. It really does. Because even like certain terpenes don't get fully expressed depending on the grower. Because they don't know how to fully express those. The way they're growing it doesn't give them the opportunity to express them. The climate, right. whatever it is. And so, you know, from Arizona to California to Denver out to Norway, out to wherever, you're going to have a different experience probably from region to region or cultivar to cultivar just because of that yeah it's uh but that's why it's always good to look at terpenes and cannabinoid profiles i was surprised this one's like 24 percent thc supposedly what? yeah right that's what, what i thought no. i'm like i mean well but once again thc isn't the whole experience and it's the cultivar i mean it really it does come down to that even though that our you know where we had received that strain from it's a very reputable source it's always high quality oh yeah but it's just not it just isn't a memorable one for me though but a good amplifier if you're able to add this to certain strains where it can help with anxiety if you are more of an indica person uh going sativa probably not a great idea for you uh, you're you're going to probably be more anxious. This might be an amplifier to be able to help out with that anti-anxiety feeling. But for people like me, where if I smoke a strong indica, I'm going into panic mode. I'm a sleepy panic, which is the worst to be. It's like, uh, so I'm upset, but my eyes look like I'm tired. When you get panicky with an indica, mm -hmm. is your body not relaxed? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm relaxed or if I'm amped. Um, my body just does not do well with really high indica. Well, and, and here's another thing I have to back up. The indica strains that I consume that are high THC, I cannot treat them like my sativa. Sativa, I will smoke. Oh, right? yeah, you'll just go on it all day. But an indica, that's where if you got to load a smaller bowl, you got to roll a pin joint, like a small joint. It's not, it's maybe a quarter gram 
and you smoke that and everybody be like, bitch, that's nothing. But for me on the indica side, I'm extremely sensitive to it. So that just that realization right now is that I cannot smoke it like everything else. I think where I need indicas in is in an edible form. Mm. That would make I more love sense. those in an edible form. We've done them before and they've been great. Yeah, I just... Remember the days of chocolate? Yeah, but now I'm at the days of my dose is too high, even if I don't use edibles very often. Right. So, I mean, it's been probably a good month, two months maybe, since I've had an edible. Yeah, like I have edible. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just don't necessarily gravitate towards edibles very much. But there are times for it. I find myself during the summertime consuming way more edibles. Really? I find myself Weird, smoking right? more because I can be outside. I enjoy being outside. You'd think that would be for me. But then I feel like I do more edibles when it's when I'm doing more labor or something physical. If yes. I'm going out and I'm like, I'm going to go snowboarding and I know, yeah, that's a little bit more physical. My body's going to be a bit sore. I'm going to take 400 milligrams and go go snowboard. Like it's just difference of what the activity I think of my body yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and that's why where something we haven't done in a while, we need to find a few of these strains and turn them into edibles and see what our experiences on those went from a from a crafted edible as opposed to just a consumed commercialized edible because we're getting whatever yeah, whatever shake. We'll have to do that. Yeah, we'll uh, a couple of these next ones. We'll go through and we'll make a couple chocolates or something and yeah. just test them as just edibles. a small yeah a small amount. We figure out the oil, mm-hmm. but that that's another thing. And thinking about like if you're using uh, even like Stromboli, I'd be very curious if anybody out there has used Stromboli. Yeah, as an edible base, or if you've used it at all, is it truly this volcano of an experience that is? overwhelming flavors, overwhelming experience. Like, is that different? Have you had a different experience with Stromboli? Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to be able to hear about that one. Uh, Just real quick, uh, before we go into it, uh, I didn't see a lot of reviews on this one at all. This is not extremely well-known strain. I didn't really see it anywhere. No, this is something we have really had to dig deep on. Uh, just based upon our experience, there are places that have Stromboli. There are dispensaries around. I'm not saying this is a, a very widely sold strain, but it, it is. You're going to find it. I would say that Colorado, you're going to find it in their myriad of different dispensaries they got going on around there, as well as like California. I believe it. A lot of the strains, as they get to be just on seeds, you'll see them coming out to more pharmacies, more dispensaries, just mm-hmm. as there gets to be more demand for it. I actually just saw, this is actually a 75-day flowering seed. Like, fucking uh, yeah. hell. So, this is super fast. That's a fast strain, dude. That's... There might be some that are 60-day out of flower, actually, now that we're thinking about it. It's been a while since we invested in that farm, and yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's been a while. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That was a while ago. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, give this strain a, a try. Um, I, I, and I would I would caution for those who are a little bit more experienced with flour, um, don't go in with high expectations. Look for sale. Uh, I would definitely look for this on a sale. I wouldn't be like, oh, I need the Primo. I don't know. Maybe the Primo is a much better cultivar if they have that in Stromboli. Maybe it is, you know, the much better terpene profile. That earth shaking. Yeah. 
maybe it is the terpene profile. Again, comes down to the cultivar. So, you know, tell us below. Let us know. Yeah, and also, I uh, want to thank all of our Patreon members. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Thank you. We we can't do this without you. Yeah, we uh, love you guys. Also, huge shout out. We hit 10,000 subscribers on Facebook. New! Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. All of our social media. Brandon controls all of that. He makes sure that that's out there for you guys to consume. And that's where we found a lot of you. Yeah. Brandon's doing that. He's also doing other things. What do you think? Oh, no. <laughs> it's no longer a kid's show. <laughs> Wait, this was a kid's show? Shit, oh, that explains the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go to our Patreon be able to help us out. One dollar. That's all we ask you to be able to put on. If you could do more, awesome. Yeah, and if you can't donate a dollar, go leave us a review. Tell us and other people what you think. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Hey, and again, thank you so much for tuning in today, and you have yourself a great week. Catch you on next week.